What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 278 of the Smart Out Moment Smack Talk Podcast. This is the Hot Tags edition of the week, where I'm going to be breaking down some of the current events, rumors, news, and anything else in the world of professional wrestling from the past couple of days that I feel like I should be talking about. And one thing you should know ahead of time is that, if you can't tell already, my voice is kind of shot a little bit. Just got back from seeing Monday Night Raw live at the Wells Fargo Center. It's, you know... Philly's around my neck of the woods, basically, so, you know, whenever we get a chance to go to these shows, we try. Thankfully, we got some tickets for Raw, and, you know, it's Monday Night Raw. It's one of those things where there's lots of promos and a lot of things that can be kind of boring or whatever, but it's still a WWE show, so it's still quite a bit of fun. So I wanted to talk about that first off, but I wanted to preface this by saying, just me today, and uh, it's going to be kind of relaxed edition, sort of. Because uh, my voice needs to last for the IWC outreach stuff that I'm going to probably be recording after this. Also needs to last for the NXT TakeOver stuff we're going to be doing in a couple hours. And then we got WrestleMania predictions on Wednesday. And there's a lot of stuff. I got to do the Ghost in the Shell reviews for fanboys. Then we got the post shows for both NXT and WrestleMania. And a lot of stuff I keep my got to keep my uh, my voice ready for. Plus, I got to, you know, sing an opera. And, yeah, right. Um so first things first, the, uh, did I already say first things first? I don't know. The first thing to talk about at the very least, I should say, is that live experience from Raw. I mean, I don't need to break down exactly what happened on the show because you guys watched it. And if you didn't watch it, you should check the coverage that Caden posted up on smartoutmoment.com. But um, if you didn't know, Sami Zayn be Kevin Owens, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, for my perspective, I mean, there's... Certainly going to be some issues when it comes to watching a bunch of promos and stuff like that, and there were some people in the crowd that were not really too into all that, but for the most part, the people around me were pretty entertained, and that's a good thing. Uh, we had some people uh, that seemed very against the CM Punk chance. I don't know if that got through to the audience, uh, the you know, the feed um, on TV or not, and... A lot of people were getting really pumped up when we saw those little these little vignettes for The Undertaker. So one thing I wanted to show you guys is I've mentioned Chuck before here, a buddy of mine, who is an even bigger Undertaker fan than I am. Undertaker is my number two fan of uh, number two fan, my number two favorite of all time, and Chuck uh, far exceeds my love for The Undertaker. Uh, I've mentioned it here and there once in a while when we say like you know we'd like to see Chuck's reaction or whatever like that. So I figured I would show you guys Chuck's reaction to the Undertaker segment. So check it out. If you are listening to this in iTunes or Stitcher, then go check out the YouTube channel because that's where the video is. I can't put video on uh, the iTunes and Stitcher feed, so sorry about that. (laughs) So that's Chuck's reaction to that. I knew I needed to get that on camera, but we had fun. It was a good show, at least, you know, going into it knowing that it wouldn't be, you know, wall-to-wall action or whatever. I was surprised at actually the amount of people that were leaving during the Cruiserweight matches because it was like, dude, these are going to be the only matches of the night that we get for the most part. But I guess people just aren't the biggest fans of them. I don't know. Uh, There's plenty of downtime outside of the Cruiserweights that you could have gotten your food and whatever. But um, we had had a lot of fun. Uh, I didn't record stuff because uh, even though I normally do that kind of stuff for you guys and try to do interviews and, you know, hand out my business card and other kind of things like that. I figured, you know, this is the first Raw I've ever been to. It's the Raw before WrestleMania. This week is going to be fucking packed with stuff that I'm going to have to do. Tons and tons of articles and these podcasts and stuff and all that. 
I figured I deserve a little bit of a break. <laughs> so uh, I just sat there, enjoyed myself, had some fun. And uh, hopefully you guys get a chance to go to a Monday Night Raw yourself. Now this means i got to check off SmackDown too. I've never been to a SmackDown yet. So next time SmackDown's in the area, I'm going to have to try to go to that. But uh, crossed off Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Raw. we got a couple other things on the list we got to take care of. And... Um, you know, the, essentially, if you go to a live event, you're going to have more fun than you watch it on Monday Night Raw uh, at home. So I enjoyed Raw a lot more than I would have probably sitting at home. I'm pretty sure about that. But let's talk about some other topics, too. Uh, we have Memphis Wrestling Library is going to be coming to the WWE Network, according to Jerry Lawler. He said that it's essentially like a go because he owns the footage for that. So why wouldn't he pass that along to WWE? It doesn't seem to be necessarily a case where it's like it's going to be happening tomorrow or whatever, but that's something to look forward to down the line. If you are a fan of the Memphis wrestling history and you want to kind of rewatch Jerry Lawler's heyday, and hopefully that has the Andy Kaufman stuff in it too, because the Andy Kaufman stuff is fantastic. I haven't even seen the majority of it, but what I've seen, it's been fucking amazing. And uh, he needs to go to the Hall of Fame, by the way. Man, that's, that's another one that just Kaufman needs to go in there at some point. Get Jim Carrey to come out and play the character if you need it. I don't know. Uh, so that's some more content coming your way that WWE Network fans should be excited for. We also have WrestleMania week. The lineup for this whole week has been put out there. Actually, two things have already shown up. Those are the WWE 24 special for WrestleMania Monday and the Kurt Angle, oh, it's true, it's true, which I hate that they can't put damn in there. Why not? That interview, both of those are up on the network already. You should check them out. Eh, maybe actually you should only check out one of them. I'll get to that in a minute. The other thing is that we're going to have Bring It to the Table, another edition of that. So JBL and Corey Graves and Peter Rosenberg are going to be doing that. I think it's Friday. Now I don't have that written down in my notes, so I don't know 100% sure. No, actually it's not Friday. It's got to be Thursday. Yeah, because the um, Hall of Fame is on Friday night. So this week is packed. I mean, there's the, the interview, WWE 24. There's tomorrow night, of course, we've got uh, SmackDown for two hours. And we have the uh, 205 Live that nobody wants to watch for some goddamn reason. And then Talking Smack. Then Wednesday, we've got the uh, NXT episode, then Thursday, bring it to the table. We got, you know, all the old footage that you can be checking out. Friday is hall of fame. Saturday is NXT takeover. Sunday is WrestleMania. And it's going to be a busy, busy week. But as far as the two things that came out already, I got a chance to check them out earlier today. And, you know, a little bit, uh, when I was setting up to record all this kind of stuff, the Kurt Angle interview, I am not a fan of it. Uh, I was asking a couple of the people that I was with today, just, you know, what do you think about that? Did you check it out? Nobody liked it. And um, the main reason why is because it's short. It's like 17 minutes long. So if you saw that little preview snippet that they had to bring it to the table, you've already basically kind of seen it. Essentially, it boils down to Kurt Angle saying, I did drugs. I left. It kind of sucked elsewhere. And I'm glad to be back. Says that a couple of times, Corey Graves thanks him, and that's it. There's really nothing to it. I thought that this would be like a little bit more in depth, maybe a half an hour long, maybe an hour, some kind of a, like a real meaty interview kind of a thing. Talk about maybe a little bit of TNA. Talk about his drug problems outside of yeah, I had some drug problems. Talk about the process of coming back into the companies, people he'd like to feud with, you know, anything. 
really. And this seemed like it was basically just a glorified, hey guys, remember Kurt Angle? Okay? All right. I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, if you got 15 minutes and you want to put it on in the background, go ahead and do it. I'd recommend uh, using that time to take a shit instead. However, the WWE 24 special was actually really good. I usually like these 24 specials. Still just don't like that goddamn title, though. 24. Why is it 24? Now, in this case, you can cover it saying it's the 24 hours leading up to it and whatever. But when you start doing, like, WWE 24, the life of Roman Reigns, uh, he's been alive more than 24 hours. So, this, if uh, you weren't aware was talking about the Raw after WrestleMania and how it's a great show, it's a lot of energy, the crowd is nuts, a lot of good people show up and make their debuts and different things like that. So I followed a couple of those uh, different things from last year, like how emotional Big Cass was for he and um, Enzo to make their debuts. Uh, I always find it fun to see the real backstage stuff like this, not the fabricated Total Divas nonsense. And when you can see, like, Cesaro getting a little nervous to come back and the real quick uh, clip of Apollo Crews going like, oh, man, this is nuts. They really didn't want to focus on him, I guess. But that stuff is really cool to me. So I love that kind of stuff, and I liked this. But if you don't like that, then, you know, you can maybe skip it. It's all uh, personal preferences here. If you're somebody who is a fan of the Kurt Angle type of interview that says essentially what I just broke down, then, you know, whatever. But if you don't like this kind of WWE 24 backstage stuff, then maybe you're not going to like it as much as I did. But I love that kind of stuff, even though it's a little bit self-indulgent, since it's a special about how awesome the smarkiest fans are. But sure, what's wrong with that, you know? This is the best episode of Raw of the year, and the attitude is fun, and all the things like that kind of wrap up together. And it's the reason why... Pro wrestling fans continue to be fans despite all the stupid crap that happens throughout the year that we bitch about incessantly. For instance, this year's WrestleMania has its detractors and people are like, oh, it's the worst ever and whatever. I'm not that uh, much into the hatred pool about it, but I'm also not going to be glass half full about 100% of it. I'm sure a couple segments are going to let me down and I'm not looking forward to every single thing on the card, but they'd have to do some whacked out crazy dumb shit for me to not be excited for the Raw after WrestleMania, because we know at least one or two surprises is going to happen. So anyway, this boils down to, I suggest checking out this edition of WWE 24. I don't want to spoil absolutely everything about it or whatever, but you already know what happens anyway, because it happened last year. But um, I would suggest if you do get a chance to check it out, try to do so before WrestleMania, so you can kind of like pump yourself up before this Sunday. Don't check it out like two weeks from now or whatever. It's going to lose a little bit of its value. Uh, let's move on to another thing. Um, this is going to tie into together with two other, nah, one other topic, really, which is WWE supposedly, rumor has it, I'm going to put that little asterisk out there, might be buying out Ring of Honor. Now, some people are saying that that's true. Some people are saying it's not true. I don't really know if that's something that I want to believe in being true because I like the idea behind it. I'm not a big Ring of Honor fan. I've never really checked out an entire full show of theirs. I've checked out matches here and there, and I've thought that they were kind of spot fests, and just sort of like, it's going to sound like really like douchey to say, but uh, like indie crap, kind of. Now, of course, I haven't seen like, Yo, you haven't seen Kevin Steen against whatever, all that kind of stuff that we do that little smart voice for. 
but I have checked out like Brit- the Briscoes. I checked out like one or two matches of theirs, and it seemed like it was just nothing really all that special. And there's people in Ring of Honor that I'm sure could be great in WWE, and that's why I want them to buy Ring of Honor because I'm fine with WWE bringing in as much talent as they can. Because I know people are going to look at this and say, yeah, but you know what? When WWE buys up all the talent, there's no competition. But you know what? There still isn't competition. WWE has not considered Ring of Honor, TNA, New Japan, any of those kind of companies, legit competition in the same way that WCW used to be. It's just not the case now. So if they don't look at them as being something that can drive their creative forces, then just bring them into the company anyway. You know what I mean? It's kind of like with ECW. When they brought in ECW, they had access to a couple other people. You bring in the Ring of Honor, you bring a couple of the good guys in there, that like Jay Lethals and everything, put them in NXT, put them on 205 Live, put them on SmackDown, Raw, whatever the case may be, those guys could be good assets for WWE programming. And I watch WWE. I don't watch Ring of Honor. So if you tell me Ring of Honor is going to lose out and they're going to be missing a, an entire whole like uh, organization, then fuck it. I kind of don't care. I like WWE. You know what I mean? But supposedly on top of that, it's not that they would get rid of Ring of Honor. It's that they would also show Ring of Honor shows on the WWE Network and they would have access to the tape library. And maybe have like the contracts to be able to pay the guys, put them over on Raw and SmackDown, etc. Maybe not, I don't know. But other people, some people from Ring of Honor, some people just in the, you know, the wrestling industry in general are saying that there's really not a whole lot of truth behind this and that we should kind of just, you know, forget about it and it's just dirt cheap bullshit. So this might be completely untrue. However, we're also hearing that the Hardy Boys are in deep talks now, apparently, quote-unquote, quote deep talks with WWE to return. And uh, if WWE brings them in, it's supposed to be only for Matt and Jeff, nobody else. But the biggest issue is that they don't want to wrestle a full-time schedule. Now, Ring of Honor has the deal with the Hardy Boys that's supposedly not, I'm just saying supposedly too much here, uh, apparently, well, we'll throw that out there Apparently, not too long of a deal, and it could be just for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, whatever the case may be, and I think that this might have to play a little bit into uh, the hand with the whole WWE buying out Ring of Honor thing, one way or another. It could be a positive, it could be a negative, because if you look at this on the positive side of things, at least for WWE, if they were trying to negotiate how to get the Hardy Boys back in WWE and that opened up the whole discussions of how to get Ring of Honor and all that kind of stuff, that's one way. The negative could be Ring of Honor is pissed that the Hardy Boys are going back to WWE and there might be this whole buyout situation and they might be telling WWE to go fuck off because they're mad at them. Best case scenario, I think, even though they've got their issues, the Hardy Boys come back into WWE, they give them a somewhat part-time schedule, not like a legends contract kind of a thing because if they think that they can still perform and all that kind of stuff then they should go out there and they should wrestle but maybe they don't do like the house show circuits maybe they just do tv i don't know you got to make sure that you don't get them for too much money because they are a little bit unreliable but if you can bring the hardy boys back fans are going to enjoy that 
And if that can issue in a little bit of a, a better easement for Ring of Honor stuff to go on WWE's network, then all the better, man. And if you could get the talent on top of that, then I fully support this. But we'll see over the next couple of months, maybe even the next couple of weeks. I would not be too shocked to see the Hardy Boys back on either Raw or SmackDown. I think Raw needs them a little bit more right now. Well, depending on what the draft is doing. I mean, you know, who knows? But um, I think that we will see them pretty soon. Maybe even like the Raw after WrestleMania. I don't know. And I could see a couple of months from now something being announced about Ring of Honor stuff going to WWE. I mean, we've heard a lot of talk about the UK stuff happening, and we haven't seen much happening with that. We've heard some talk about indie stuff going to WWE in the past. I think that WWE is willing to kind of shell out a little bit of money here and get the Ring of Honor stuff. I think that's the biggest target for them, other than TNA. And TNA... They're not going to buy them out right now. I mean, that TNA's got to fail a little bit more for them to get to that point. But we also have some news about WrestleMania, which is that if you watch Monday Night Raw, you know this. I wrote this hot tag up a little bit ahead of time. Pitbull, Flo Rida, Lunch Money Lewis, and Stephen Marley. I have no clue who two of these people are are going to be performing Greenlight at WrestleMania 33. So I know Sean is pissed about this. I sent him a message about that very, uh, very early in the day. And he's like, ah, oh, goddammit, I jinxed it. So we now have 13 official matches for WrestleMania and a musical performance and the you know opening musical performance of America the Beautiful and the potential of adding a 14th match for the SmackDown tag titles. How the hell they're going to fit all this in there? I don't know. But maybe that's a sign that Undertaker, Reigns, Triple H, Rollins, and Goldberg and Lesnar are all going to go real short. Maybe five, ten minutes apiece, and that's about it. I don't know. I'm assuming that The Undertaker won't last at least a little bit longer because, you know, his entrance is going to eat up a good portion of that. But I'm not expecting now at this point that Seth Seth Rollins, Triple H thing, I don't think it's going to last long. I think that's going to be a couple minutes and we all know Goldberg Lesnar is not going to be long. So maybe they're able to squeeze this all in. I don't really know. I'm getting a little bit nervous about the card, though. I wouldn't be shocked if they cut something. And if they cut something, that SmackDown tag titles, they're going to be the first in line. Second in line, probably going to be the Raw tag titles. I could see that getting cut. Maybe. Now, they can't cut the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Maybe the Cruiserweight title, but that would suck because I think that that could be a good match. I don't know. Maybe they're just going to cut everything short. I don't know. Uh, Last thing to talk about for this week's edition of the Hot Tags is (laughs) something more along the lines of a normal hot tag. Alberto Del Rio and Paige are going to get married on Wednesday, according to his Instagram post, which also insinuated that WWE, he didn't state them specifically, but he said a company, and you got to assume it's them. He's kind of throwing it out there that a company slash WWE, whatever, are responsible for leaking Paige's photos and the whole, you know, uh, fappening that happened the past two weeks ago now? Last week? The last week? Yeah, I think it was last week. He said, and I want to read it out the way that it was written because I like making fun of people's uh, bad grammar. He said, I doesn't matter how many times you try to break us, dot, 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 is not going to happen, dot, dot, dot. We were harassed by a company we still are, dot, 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 because you don't fool me, MFs. 
I know I was you trying to destroy us, dot, 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 destroy my baby, dot, dot, dot. She's better stronger than all you pieces of, little poo emoji, we are getting married Wednesday, dot, 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 have a nice and go and F, dot, 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 yourself, Hatters. <laughs> I thought that this was fucking hilarious to read. And it's funny, not just because of the poor grammar, but also because this is just textbook psychological issues. And I mean, look, WWE is not going to leak pages photos. They have nothing to gain for this whatsoever. They have everything to lose for this because Paige is still in WWE. She is a liability with this, even though it's something that we were talking about last week. It's somebody's private footage and she should be able to do whatever the fuck she wants to do with her sex life. It's still a negative influence on WWE more so than a positive one. They gain nothing from Paige's sex video coming out. They're going to be a laughing stock in certain regards. They're going to be having these crazy ass parents that are like, oh my God, Paige shoved a dildo up her ass in these leaked footage things. I don't want to watch this programming anymore, even though Paige hasn't been on. Nothing positive is coming to WWE for this. No positive, uh, like, news feed stuff. They're not getting positive attention when it comes to, like, web traffic or viewers or anything like that. It's all negatives. And why would they ever risk the legal issues that would happen with that? So maybe it's another company. Maybe it's a company that is stupid enough to do that kind of stuff because he does just say a company, you know, but he says, I know I was you trying to destroy us. So I don't know. Maybe there's some kind of schizophrenia thing going on there, but whatever company that would have done that would be jackasses. They would never uh, risk that if they were smart. And Paige and Del Rio, if they think that it's a company or whatever, they're also kind of dumb because it's not really necessarily a company that leaks this kind of stuff. It's hackers. They get into their iCloud and they find all that stuff and they download it themselves. They pass it around on, you know, the quote unquote deep web or dark web or whatever. You know, they use these groups of people that have all that information. They pass things around with each other. And eventually one of them ends up leaking it out to the public a little bit more. That is who's responsible for this kind of stuff, not a company. I can guarantee you that. And um, I can't really guarantee. I don't know why I'm saying that. But uh, I just think that this situation is funny. And I think that it's also kind of funny that Paige is getting married to Del Rio on Wednesday. I I just think that this is a situation where this is going to be a crash and burn somewhere down the line. And um, it sucks for them for being uh, in some kind of weird fucking relationship from all accounts. Hopefully they're happy, whatever, you know. I just can't see it. I don't know. But, um, you know, we like to talk about the Paige stuff here and the Del Rio stuff. And I thought that that was kind of funny. So I figured we would end off the show with some talk about that kind of crap. So... (laughs) Uh, let me know what you guys think about all these kind of things in the comments below. Make sure you leave your comments in the comments below. I don't know why I'm repeating that again. And uh, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Also hit that thumbs up button as well. You know, the more that you guys do that kind of stuff, all of those things, it's going to boost us up in the searches for YouTube. And since their algorithm is garbage, all that stuff helps out quite a bit. 
and stay tuned to the channel for more stuff happening this week. As I mentioned, we got a lot on our plate. Uh, I'm going to be recording right after this the IWC outreach stuff, so that's going to be coming up a little bit earlier, a little bit uh, midday on Tuesday or so. And then we got NXT TakeOver predictions, WrestleMania predictions. If you're following the Fanboys Anonymous stuff, Ghost in the Shell reviews are going to be coming up. We've got all our normal articles for this week. I've got a couple articles that I'm going to be posting on Bleacher Report and eWrestling News and, um, you know, all sorts of different content. Then we got the pay-per-views. We got the Hall of Fame. If you follow the Mega Maniacs on Facebook and you're in that group, we're going to be doing a live chat for the Hall of Fame unless I fucking forget. I don't know why I would, but you know, uh, if I do forget, somebody else will pop up on there. I'm pretty sure Silent Wood of Doom will cover it or whatever. And, um, you know, I'd like to see you guys uh, keep the fun going there. Hopefully I'll be able to remember to have a live chat for NXT this week too. And then we've got the live chats and the post show and stuff and the live coverage for our two main shows this week, Saturday and Sunday, TakeOver and WrestleMania. Then we started all over again with Monday Night Raw and Tuesday Night SmackDown. Those shows should be great. So at the very least, we know that we're going to get a whole lot of good content this coming uh, week. So hopefully you guys enjoy it all. Hopefully I will as well. And we'll see what happens. But for now, this has been another Smart Out moment. And I'm being counted out. 